Where'd you get I these mean, tacos from? I'm so confused. Right. And did you pay for them? Did they come from Wendy's? Because Wendy does tacos, not well, be upset. They do have like this like nacho salad at Wendy's. Fascinating. Okay, stop skipping over the question. Where did you get those tacos? Because <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're making me feel more and more that you didn't pay for them, Nick. Did I pay for them? <laughs> <laughs> now he can't trust anybody. See what his identity fraud has done to him? Listen, I'm not saying... Yes, Reggie, me. I have a confession to make. The reason that I was only f- 10 minutes late was because I actually oh, went quick all the way to California to get tacos only an hour ago, and I, I discovered home didn't with... cancel my card when it happened. So Discover believed that it was possible. At this okay. point, I believe I'm going to include this in the podcast. So for everyone listening today, I had an instance with I had an issue with identity theft, and with identity theft, my issue was that I went to Wawa, and then five minutes later. Uh, I got a text because I have notifications from my card that I spent $266. And at first I'm like, hmm, what did I buy? And then I did a little uh, more research and it said Next Level Burger, which is actually located in San Francisco, California. Oh, San Fran. Yeah. Shout out to the Bay. Is this a, a, wait, hold on. Is this a small business? Uh, Apparently they have a location in uh, Massachusetts as well. Uh, So only two. They buy coastal out here. They're around. They're, They're so around. It's kind of a small business. Reggie, are you really going to dispute this claim and, and or dispute this claim and uh, <laughs> take money up. out of the hands? Take money out of the hands of small businesses during a pandemic? Is that really what you're about to do? Maybe I. I... And so, and so, um, you know, I'm going to hold. Just, I'm going to answer that question later. Matter of fact, I'll answer it now. Yes, I am going to take that money from them. Cause I want my money back. And as I went to check my email, don't ask me how, cause this scammer apparently got my email as well. Uh, they used my email address for the online order they put in. And it actually sent me the itemized receipt of everything that they bought. And um, I'm, I have to admit, I am really offended with the fact that this man would spend $4 and 50 cents on a root beer. That is probably the most disturbing thing that's on that list. But yes, so Did now... Did he get any tacos? Please? He should have supersized it. Did he get any tacos? He didn't get any tacos, but who knows where he and or you stopped on the way home. Mm. How, how do we know it's a man? That's the thing. Why? It could have been oh, a woman. I do know. It, I do know oh. it's a man. Because when I called, I did call the store. And when I called the store, they're like, the dude who answers the phone made it seem like this happens all the time. He was like, yeah, look, dude, I got you. I'm going to just ask him. I'm going to see if I can figure out who it, who it is for you. I want to say that for big orders, uh, we, for big orders, we have to check your ID or whatever when he comes in, see if I can get an ID screenshotted or whatever for you. And I, like, there was a, it was honestly like, I don't know if this is like a normal protocol, but he had that idea very fast. So I was like, okay. You know why he had it? It was him. <laughs> yeah, that was scammer. He worked for he worked for him. Honest to God, when he asked me for my name at first, I did kind of feel kind of scared. <laughs> <Little> <laughs> trap. But um, I guess he was like on the computer because he was like, I just said my first name. He's like, Oh, Reginald Davis. Yeah, I see. Uh, um, maybe he's like. One he of saw my- all right. Reggie, just unrelated but very important question: What is your mother's maiden name 
and also <laughs> what hospital were you born in? Uh, yeah. I hate those type of questions, by the way. Those are not security questions. They need to stop no, asking them. They're so bad. What's the name of the street? That, uh, go away. I'm the so first sick. Name? Yeah. <laughs> what is this? Oh, who is your teacher? In third? I don't know. And if I don't know, they sure as hell won't know. So what are we doing here? It's very frustrating. I don't. I hate all the questions. Hate it. I hate them all because, like every, like there, and the, the times where they give you three. So mm-hmm. the first one, okay, easy. Mother's maiden name, done. Two more. Who's my first best friend? Uh, I'd be lying. I'd be lying. Yeah, like. Uh, <laughs> I mean, depending on when I made the account. For all I know, who knows who my, I thought my best friend is? Exactly. What if my friends find out that I chose someone else as my best friend? I can't have that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, Brian Regan from second wow, grade. Wow, hold on. No, stop. Bump up, stop. <laughs> hey, stop. Come on, Kyrie. <laughs> Kyrie, hold on. No, it, I'm, not, I'm not your password. I got like 50 best friend passwords. Doug. No, I'm not one of your passwords. Say, say, say word right now. You are say, for like one, you are for maybe one out of the 25. You. Why would he want you as his password considering you're the one that's having fraud against you? That is true. I <laughs> might want to change some of these question answers now. This might this might affect me somehow. I think that Kyrie's so about to get his identity stolen. They don't want my credit. They don't want that. Stolen identity. They don't want you to credit. <laughs> they don't want that. They gonna get declined to that at the elevation burger. Don't do that. $266. My man was buying everything. Seriously, three American burgers. What else was on there? He had a shroom burger. What is a shroom burger? Mushrooms? So mushrooms good. usually. I'm assuming. Like, like, he got like three crispy chicken tenders. Mm. And nobody ever stopped to say, excuse me, sir, why on earth would you spend $4.50 on a root beer? Nobody thought something was wrong. I why you're hung that. up on that. Root beer is nasty. Reggie. Reggie, he's going to spend however much he wants when it's not his money. That's true. I just, I feel like if I make a come up, I'm going to value that dollar, no matter how that come up was made. That's nasty, though. Like, root beer is disgusting. No, I'm paying for it. I do like root beer, but I would never pay $4.50. Stewart's root beer. I'll pay $4 and I'll pay, <laughs> bump it up to $5.50. I'll pay for a Stewart's root beer. Okay, that's no, a stretch, no. sir. That is a stretch. Not that I, I like Stewart's it. root beer. It's pretty okay. good, and I only have it on special occasions, especially if you get the black cherry. Black I'm not paying $5 for no soda. At this point, I'm just I don't going drink to soda have like that, so that one I would. Pop up on the screen that's going to show the order since I still have it. And yeah, guys, tell me, uh, what would you order if you sold $266? Have we intro this podcast yet? We ain't even intro. That's crazy. He, like- did a, he did a half-assed one that while he was talking about the identity theft and then did oh. episode four. Hey, everyone. Oh. And welcome to Anything, Everything, and Nothing podcast. My name so is Reggie. Great. I'm here with my co-hosts, Kyrie and Nick. And today, we're already in the middle of wonderful conversation about identity theft. I hope you guys haven't been victims like I have, but no, that is not what the podcast is about today. We actually do it's have not. some things. Yeah, we actually do have some things to talk about. Reggie um, is going to refer to himself as a victim, though, for at least the next two weeks. I want to make sure everyone knows that. Thank you. And, Are you um, victim shaming, Nick? Don't victim shame. Uh, been through a lot. No, 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 no. Just Hello? this victim. Just this. Victim. 
<laughs> okay. Um, Nick, I really do appreciate the fact that after all of this full circle, you definitely started that conversation to avoid the fact that I that you didn't explain where you got the tacos from. <laughs> no, we still don't know. He still hasn't said it. I, I don't know why it's some national secret. I, I, I picked up a lovely Wendy's pretzel bacon burger and uh, some tacos. I mean, that's, that's, that's it. That's and and some tacos. Okay. Some tacos. That is just such a daring. You, you went through two drive throughs No one said that. Boom. We have it. Okay. Wow. This is like. <laughs> I, I had a like pretty. I need Columbo in here to figure out what how I got these tacos. That's way too much of an old reference. Yeah. Somebody would get there. it. That, okay, sorry. Uh, I, uh, Sherlock. I don't know. Pink Panther. James Bond. Uh, does he even solve crimes? I don't know. I, I, I don't. I don't think he. I mean, <laughs> technically, he does. I would think he was. You know, he's a. No, I don't know. I think he's a hired. Assassin. Now, we're recording this during the NBA draft. There's been a lot of NBA news going on recently. The Knicks are currently on the clock, and they're about to fuck it up. Um, <laughs> so even, if they before, even if they weren't on the clock, they would. Oh, but before they fuck it up, they're just going to roll some Porzingis highlights just to really make me just feel all tingly inside. That's nice. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, can we talk about any of the other NBA teams that aren't a laughing stock, even if they're doing some laughable moves? Oh man, the Sixers. Danny Green for Al Horford and a bunch of picks. That's an interesting decision. Uh yeah, it looks like they're just trying to get some money off the books right now, which I don't blame them, but that's what happens when you sign <laughs> Al Horford last year opted out for a reason. It's because he got a whisper that they were about to give him a hundred million dollars. And he was like, Someone's gonna give me a hundred million dollars. The uh, smartest yeah. uh, as a business out. move. Yeah, that is. Oh yeah, hell yeah! Just a horrible fit. Thing for him to do. Horrible but fit. I thought, and I mean, I mean this in the most loving way towards one of God's children, that Al Horford was absolutely terrible on the Sixers. Every time I watched those games, I just thought, "What is he doing?" Everything looked wrong. They paid him twenty. Like I went to a couple Sixers games. I didn't understand. And what I really doing. saw like. In real life, like right in front of me, someone get paid millions of dollars to be bad at something. Well, do you think it was him being bad, or do you just think that the system in general was horrible? Like, was he supposed to be the relief to Joel? Was he supposed to work side by side by him? It seems like the whole, every time I watched a game, they didn't know what they were supposed to be doing with Al Horford. So it was a mixture of both. What was, what was the system it? sucked, but also he just wasn't motivated. That whole team. They're just not motivated. That's starts at the top, hence why Brett Brown is no longer their coach. Um, I feel like the front office decisions will affect the team more than, you know, the own court personnel. They got to start at the top. So I'm glad they got Daryl Morey in there and some other pieces to help. I'm excited to see what the Nets do, and I'm not even a Nets fan. My favorite player of all time, Steve Nash, their head coach. Ken Durant's healthy. Kyrie's healthy. It should be an interesting team over there. It's going to be a ball game. It is. Or some ball games. The Knicks pick is in. And it is. It's not, uh, it's not into us yet. Oh, uh, it's into okay. them right now. They so, it. yeah, it's, uh, they'll, they'll announce it soon. And um, 
I'm sure that whatever initial excitement I have will be met by immediate disappointment after at least the next first 10 games of the NBA. So, that'll be cool. The <laughs> Leangelo Ball. Can't wait. What the this Knicks? Is the, you, this is the Knicks needs: uh, player development, mm. a point guard, and depth. So Isn't that basically mean? saying everybody? Yeah. They literally said they need a basketball. Everything. They, their pick is <laughs> Obi Toppin. Oh snap! He nice, but that's gonna be a weird thing with Kevin Knox being there. Obi Obi nice. That's an interesting pick though. Have you seen Obi play? Associated yeah, Press Player of the Year. No, I, I, I'll be honest. I don't oh, know God. much about him. I just, oh, he's, I he's a monster. I, well, I see that he's on Dayton, and I, I do know that Dayton was a very because, good team last be, year. Because of him. He's their, yeah. He, he, yeah, shooter. Versatile he, he scorer, explosive finisher is what they say. Think of Amari Stoudemire, but with a three-point shot. Think of Amari, but with a three-point shot. He's, he's, Every he's, time he's, I think of Amari Stoudemire, I just can't think, get that image of him in the wine bath out of my head. <laughs> He's dumb athletic. Top, top of his athletic is crap. Kind of cute. It just got weird. Got very weird. I think Nick wants to try to be at All Star Weekend. Uh, <laughs> I gotta get my get my ticket to the bubble. Wait. So still on the subject of basketball, but Mills, did you talk about your trades? What happened to Phoenix? <laughs> I don't even want to talk about what happened at Phoenix. I'm, you know, all for improving the team, but at what cost? Um, at what cost? Anybody, anybody who knows me knows there are a select few players <laughs> in the NBA that I'm, I wouldn't say I don't like, but I'm not a fan of. Um, two of them are high on the list are uh, James Harden um, and numero uno. Well, it goes back and forth. 1A and 1B. Uh, the other would be Chris Paul. Um, and as of this week, Chris Paul is now the starting point guard for my uh, Phoenix Suns. And I don't know. I've been back and forth on if I'm going to watch the season or take a year off. Um, <laughs> I got I to gotta figure out what I'm going to do really? as a fan because I like take Kelly Oubre. I'm a Kelly Oubre fan. I like Kelly Oubre. I even like Ricky yeah, Rubio. But they, you knew that any trade they were going to do with Kelly Oubre was going to leave. So. I did know that, but I feel like we could have got somebody I hated less, you know? Um, Chris Paul is a great player. He's a future Hall of Famer, yada, yada, typical point guard, what you know, prototypical. You? What did he do? Oh, Toppin's crying. He is a complainer. Uh, he is a flopper. Um, Every basketball player is. No, 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 no. His is a different level. This man has talked to refs about people's jerseys being untucked during games. Wait, who are you talking about Chris Paul? Yes, Chris Paul will go go up to the like he he's petty. Not to mention, up until like recently, he didn't have a jump shot. Like there's just certain like I, I just don't like him. He looks like a baby. I, I certain things about Chris Paul, I'm not a fan of. A mainly the flopping. It is mainly the flopping for me. Like yeah, but, the way he flops, it's just okay. A, but, but now your your team was what eight and a half games out of the playoffs. They won eight. They obviously didn't get in because someone else just had a better record coming into the bubble before any of the games were played. I mean, Chris Paul led a what we thought would be a you know second to third last place team in the league. What everybody else thought a, a, a playoff run. Uh, I mean, maybe you could look. He at this gets though. It's the, a lot of credit for that. Like Shy Gil just didn't have a breakout year. He gets a lot of credit for that, That's as true. though like they don't have a competent coach over there. 
it wasn't like them losing Russell Westbrook should have had the like that. No offense to Russ, but that was the best thing that could have happened to them. I, I I will probably say that if I was building any team right now, I'll take Chris Paul over Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook is ball dominant and very uh, aggressive. Chris Paul's aggressive, but he's a floor general. They needed a floor general. Yeah, he's much more uh, higher basketball IQ. But that I feel like any all the people who were saying they were going to be you know a bottom tier team at the beginning of the season don't understand how the West works. It's just that simple. Like there's always going to be a few outliers, and the fact that they thought you know they were going to be that low on the total pole is crazy. Because who was going to take that place? Memphis tried. Look how that turned out. Damon, like a lot of teams were injured in the Western Conference, so they had to fit in somewhere. The fact that they had them blow the Warriors and everybody else is absurd to me. I never understood that. They have a they have a solid team. Oh, but yeah. your outlook on the season is what? My outlook on the season, I it depends on what else happens. I feel like we have to make one more one more solid trade, just for our bench death more than anything. So we'll see. I mean, we got our we got our point guard. We need an. I feel like we need another wing player to replace Kelly Oubre. Um, but we'll see who we draft tonight at number ten. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited. I just don't like Chris Paul. So like, <laughs> he got a very, very, very. I have this really strong feeling that Chris Paul you better not is, going miss a do, is going to do fantastic things on the Phoenix Suns, and that you're going to be in this really weird zone where it's like. You have to cheer because your team is winning, but you're sad because how they're doing it. And I'm really Bro, you go through that. If we make it to the playoffs, I'm crashing my car. Like, I, I, I feel like but I'm do you conflicted. Know that, do you know that one's progressive here is this? I don't know why I assume that's yours. Insurance company. Maybe it's because it's mine. One's progressive here is this. They're going to be like, wow, he knew it. So I guess you better just hope that we don't blow up before then. I don't even like State Farm, and that man is like a State Farm sponsor. So many things about Chris Paul I don't like. We'll see, man. I'm I'm I'm, I'm excited, but I'm not. I'm, I'm never. I've never been excited for a season. What if, what if uh, Chris Paul come? What if they do something weird and they do like Chris Paul comes off the bench and he's like the guy off the bench and Devin Booker runs the one? That would be that would be the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> because Devin Booker was good running the one in those last eight games, so I don't know. But his shot was terrible. We need him to just stick to shoot. We can't have him run a one. That's not no. He's not LeBron. I hate. I hate saying that. The Washington Wizards select Denny Avidiha from he Israel. Nice. He nice. Small forward, 2019. <laughs> oh, they took it away. So I wouldn't say that about anybody. He well, nice. I know. <laughs> I'm. I, I'm uh, the 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 twelfth pick just came in. It's Muggsy Bogues. He just he, he re-entered the league. What do you Shout think about that? I, I I mean that'd be amazing. I read his book by the way. He has a really good book. If you ever like looking for an inspirational book, Muggsy Bogues is an autobiography about him. I I uh, love Muggsy Bogues. Yeah. Every time I hear yeah, his name, yeah. I have to, I have to say it, it in it. I have to say it like very proudly. I, Muggsy. Shout out to all the small players in the league, man. I used to be small once. I mean, I still am small. I'm their, I'm their height. But, like, I used to look up to Spud Webb and Muggsy Bowles and uh, Earl Spud. Boinkins. Shout out to Earl Boinkins one time. Spud. But, Reggie, you were saying something. My bad, bro. I was. No, it, it is cool. Uh, shout out to everybody in the league. 
who's hard over snaps. Except Chris Paul and James Harden. Yeah, man. No, definitely still a shout-out to Chris Paul. But um, speaking of basketball, I do think there's a very exciting uh, change in the basketball community that we should address. Uh, NBA 2K on the next gen is fantastic. And if you haven't uh, got the, if you haven't got the opportunity to try it, it is fantastic. I wouldn't say it's fantastic. It's okay. It's better than what they did on the previous gen, but fantastic is a stretch, Reggie. They put you in prison. Tell the people. Don't lie to them. Fantastic <laughs> and 2K are just two words that don't belong in the same sentence. I will say that a lot of it has to do with the next gen and next gen just in general because they weren't playing with the load times. They are extremely fast. It just makes me feel like wow. like I didn't think that the waiting times before were slow. And I didn't think that things were moving slowly. But now that I see what fast is, I just can't <laughs> believe I spent so much time with slow. It's such a weird thing to say. But it's like, dang, I, I used to think like, wow, it's just my a, internet. You're it's in a better like, relationship now. It's like I understand. Wow, look now, at that. Now, look Reggie. At that. It's like you're toxic. You ain't know. I was in a toxic and unhealthy relationship (laughs) with your internet. Where I was, I thought the internet was the problem. I thought it was an internet. You thought it was (laughs) an okay problem, but actually, it was more technic. Why did this turn into death poetry, Jim? Why did this? Why did this turn into death? This is, you sound like Jonah Hill in uh, Twenty Two Jump Street. That was so bad. That sounded like that Jonah Hill so in Twenty Two Jump Street. That was so bad. That was Cynthia. That was so oh my bad. God. In short, I would like everybody to know that this new technology. Is, is pretty cool. Powerful. It is extreme. That new Xbox is huge. I did not know it was that big. Now, please note that Reggie has not improved whatsoever on this new console. But. Oh, no. No, your boy is doing different things. I'm doing the no. shot aiming now. Kyrie, don't. Kyrie. Kyrie. I want you guys to know the aim is nowhere near the rim or the net or anything related to basketball. It's not for the, you know, the out-of-bounds line. But, it's the, I mean, he's aiming. He's doing it. He's not doing it well. Select We're going to see on these streams. Devin Vassal. Oh, never mind. I'm kidding. I was about to say that Devin Booker's cousin. Okay. Also, I'm, not, I'm totally joking. I, oh, wait, just no, put Nick. Back on, uh, put him up on the screen. I thought they said pick his in. We you Richard? Nick, talk about um, Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Yeah, I want to know. I'm curious of this. Now. So the new Call of Duty came out. Uh, well, it technically came out on Friday of yeah. this previous week. But uh, thanks to you know everyone already knowing the like the glitch of changing your date and time on your console to you know a place that's new technically a, a, a hours ahead. Oh like wow! Look at that will let you know. have early access to your downloaded games. So I started technically playing it on Thursday night, and it's gotten mixed reviews, which uh, I definitely understand why some people don't like it, because uh, right now every gun seems overpowered, which means that they're all at a very similar level. They're all overpowered. And uh, it's like two or three bullets to kill in most guns, maybe, maybe four. And that's a little different than other Call of Duties. And a lot of the people, a lot of people are not ready for that because 
well, one, they get shot a lot, and two, <laughs> they can't shoot for shit. So if they can't aim and everyone else can, they're not having a good time. So I can understand that. Um, but me personally, I, I love it. I mean, I've played it, honestly, nonstop those, those last five days. Uh, but my biggest um, negative to it is definitely that it takes too long to progress uh, to progress some of your weapons. Um, there's a gun that I used that I mean, I found out that it was a little cheat code gun, and I've been using it nonstop. I have over 1,400 kills with it in five days, which is ridiculous. And the gun is still not maxed out. So the idea that I have 1,400 kills with the gun and don't have that weapon maxed out is a little, like, uh, troublesome. You do prestige. Not the weapons, at least to my knowledge. I haven't gotten one that high yet because, like I said, 1,400 kills with the gun still like five levels away from being maxed out which is insane um the campaign is awesome i will say that campaign i look forward to it i'll buy it just for a campaign it's 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 cia stuff so it's like you're doing a little bit of espionage and there's uh there's different paths that you can take and choose to do so um you can have alternate endings, which is something that is new to the Call of Duty universe, and I like that. Makes it more, hey. makes it feel a little bit more like an RPG uh, inside of a shooter, which is nice. Um, yeah, the campaign. I'd say probably the probably the best campaign I've played since Modern Warfare Three. Oh. I'd say that, yeah, because I can't think of any other campaign that sticks out to me like this. And that is hated, a large thing to say because, yeah. as we discussed previously, the Modern Warfare campaigns were definitely some of the best, starting with Call of Duty 4, which really set a new tone. I really enjoyed Ghost on the Lord. That's the last one I enjoyed. That was just oh, really was so funny. They didn't even. Like, that, was uh, one. that was the first. I enjoyed I the campaign. That was it. But, you know, they never addressed that cliffhanger ever again. They were like, they yeah, did. Like That's why. I mean, I, I hate, I hated that, but also now looking back, kind of enjoyed it. It was left in that cliffhanger. I like not knowing sometimes. Anyways, <laughs> very, very important, everyone. I think that you should, if you have not, go check out his house on Netflix. Great film. Great film. It, it is a horror film, but at the same time, it's like one of those. Um, like a get out type of horror film, a don't breathe type of horror film, like definitely more of a good movie than it is a scary movie. Mm. Just like definitely good to watch. Mm. Keep selling them on it. Mm. Okay. Also, I mean, very, very much a lot of love to the motherland in that, you know, it was just like. You don't really see a quality horror film that has a lot of um, people of color. So I like that. Yeah, you uh, do. Okay, go they're ahead. They're usually the first one to go. Yes, but like a full cast? No, nah, there, was, there, was there was a whole you know, African-American cast on Netflix and some, some really terrible horror movie I watched recently. And who went first? Last year. Um, a black person, white... I'm sure. <laughs> no, nah, really. Yeah. yeah. Every time, man. 
They don't and trash. And then, and then after that, they always go for the sexually liberated teenager. It's horrible. No, nah, they like they they were around like you know five or six in the lineup, but oh yeah. well, then at least they let you get a couple sex scenes in before they. Nah, no, nah, there was no sex in this one. What the? What? Just, just, just. It was, a, it was more of like a. What's the point of the danger? If you can't have sex with it. That was really like so many horror movies growing up. Like just they always sex was like. Was like literally was like the death, first man. or second person always dead, or at least where they made you think they were about to be murdered, and then it just like, oh, ha, 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 someone surprised us, and then they get murdered like 10 minutes later. Um, I love the screen series just for that. That making yeah, fun of that type of stuff. Drew Barrymore. Anna Ferris. <laughs> Speaking of Scream, I'm pretty sure they're coming out with another film that I think they're titling. Wait for it. Scream. We've gone from Scream Four to just back to Scream again. I, I'm loving this. The rehashing like of old 2021. Film. That's gonna be good. Yeah, no, but that's not what it's just Scream. Not 2021. They added no 2021. It's gonna come out in 2021, but it's not 2021. It's gonna be really good. And when I Have say you guys, that, uh, I mean go watch His House. Great film. Oh my Netflix is a paid sponsor. It will be someday, man. They're putting a lot of money out there. Why is it? They paint. They, they oh, paint. Speaking of sponsors, Wendy's pretzel bacon burger. That's all I have to say. I, I ain't saying no names until I get the check first. I'm waiting until you talk about the tacos, Nick. Go ahead. So Where did you get the tacos their, from? Did everyone do their four M's today? What's that? I'm excited to hear this. I thought we went over this. The four M's. The keys to a successful day. Well, I can guess what one of them is because I know you well enough. I don't think there's any M that involves smoking weed. God. This guy. Uh, yeah, so it's 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 maturate. Because you know, we should all be maturing every day as individuals. Mm. Right. Meditate because we need to really think about it. You know, we need to focus on, on, on what really matters in life. Uh, marinate, because we really need to, you know, soak it in as well. We need to really reflect inward as well as outward. So marinate and, and meditate. To reflect outward, go ahead. And then, did, did you have a suggestion for what the last M should be? You seem to have something in mind, Reggie. Yes, I do. Anyways, it should something be music. On, something so, on the dick. so it's masturbate. The last M was masturbate. <laughs> Right, some, so the music as well. Right, I mean, so Kyrie, music. All right, so what I got for music? Oh, Magda Stallion is coming out with her her second sophomore album coming out Friday. Another great performer. Indeed, got some people on it. I won't go on my phone now to figure out what those people are because I'm pretty sure I saw some people on there, like the baby, the baby on there. Okay. Um, Scissor. Who don't like Scissor? And that's all I got for her album. But we got um, we got two chains. Oh, two chains, and uh, he dropped the album. It was like a nice little solid ten songs. It was alright. I mean, I'm not big on two chains outside of his features. I don't like listen to his albums, but I listened to this one and I enjoyed Wait. it. Kyrie, yes sir. You're just gonna roll over the, honestly, possibly the greatest song of our generation 
and that's two chains blue cheese. Are you really just gonna go right over that? Like blue yes. cheese. Yes. Yeah. Like I, the I best am. song of that's. That is the Hey Jude of our generation. That's what that is right there. No, no. What? Hey Jude uh, is a Beatles song. I know what it is. I'm I'm just curious to why you compare Two Chains to the Beatles as Hey Jude. Have you ever heard Blue Cheese? No, I don't think I want to. It's a great song. <laughs> I haven't heard it either, but I can guarantee you, after this conversation, I you guys really have never heard Blue Cheese by Two Chains. No, no, like I no. was just picking a, I just picked a random two, two chain song. Wait, Nick, we can tell. Hold that thought. It's, I thought this is a famous two chain song. Not that famous. No. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. I'm a ranch song. person, and I even know this song. Uh huh. That wasn't a joke. Oh, he, he was being serious. Oh yeah. See, Reggie, take that man serious. He's being serious. That's part of the M's. He's maturing. Um, and now you get to marinate and how horrible that joke was. I'll just meditate on it. Mm. Future and Uziver. Yeah, I was, uh, don't worry. I'll cover the last one later, Reggie. Cover the last one later. There's the so last one that was masturbate. So, so many layers to that. I just didn't know um, I was and Uziver. all of this, but now... You can't cut this. I'm talking about music. It's important. Episode Future Uziver. They dropped an album. I'm not going to listen to it. And last but not least, the album I'm looking forward to, St. John. Great R&B. I don't even know what to call them. R&B alternative artist album coming out Friday. Another sophomore album. That's all I got for music. I have some music news. Hit me with it. What we got? Okay, so, I mean... First off, Taylor Swift and I have the same birthday, so I got a special interest in her, obviously. I mean, basically my cousin. So, I was unaware of some of the ordeals going around her music. Apparently, she doesn't own her, like, six special albums. And uh, someone, I guess the recording company owned it first and then sold it to... Scooter Braun. Right, that scumbag. Uh, And Scooter Braun turned around and... While I think Taylor made an offer to buy her music back from him, he turned around and sold it for hundreds of millions of dollars to some Australian or New Zealand company that he works with. So he still technically owns a part of it, but obviously brought it into their wing. And Taylor Swift, because she's awesome, obviously, uh, what she decided to do is she's just going to re-record all six of her first albums because he can't use it if she re-records them. She can't, they won't be able to use the new recordings. And hopefully those new ones will just supersede all the old ones and she'll make the money, even though she doesn't need it. Just a big, you know, middle finger to Scooter Braun. I don't know. I thought that was funny. I'm not big on Taylor Swift. Um, I'm but, big on vindictiveness, so. Uh, JoJo did it first. I'm joking. She didn't do it first, but she, she re-recorded her first album because she also didn't own her masters I, more artists need to own their masters this is yeah, not okay I I, I, yeah like why did michael jackson own the beatles i mean how does that happen and then the apple buys it like i i just don't get how that here you go here's the not treated I guess it's art. like ip yeah I mean, hey, man i guess publishing gets gets sent around like crazy I mean, even if a podcast is bought, technically the IP from it, like any even inside jokes that you make 
on that IP if it's bought by someone that's now owned by someone and you can't individually say that on a different That's platform. why you gotta own your masters. You gotta know what you put in your contracts. You gotta be wow. independent as long as possible, man. Well, Shout you out didn't to know the that, did you? creators out there. I didn't, but now that I know it, man, I know that the four M's, can, are we even allowed to say that? No way you thought of that. Say what? The four M's. Why can't we? Wait, hold on. Why can't you think that I thought of that? I literally wrote it down right here really fast because I was trying to make sure I remember all four of them. I wrote it down here because out of nowhere I was just like, oh, yeah, the four M's. I could get, that could get me through a whole day. Reggie, oh. that was your credit card information. He lying. That was okay. Reggie's first school. It's <laughs> <laughs> the name of his first pet. He doesn't have a pet. That's a trick question. That's not even a real Boom. one for the bank. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, can we can you please talk about trends? That is what Nick that is what I've been trying to get us to talk about. And you just yeah. okay, you talk say about trends. trends. You just want Bell bottoms are back. He just wants me to talk about gambling folks if you're listening. That's basically all he wants me to talk Sports about. Sports betting is Nick's thing. And we while we've already addressed uh Kyrie and music, myself and business, I don't think we we know enough about Nick's uh, interest in sports betting. And what are, are there any trends that you're already looking at or just some that you're noticing? Well, so one thing that, that Reggie always says a misconception, but then he has it in his own life, is that just because you're interested in something does not necessarily mean you're good at it, a.k.a. Mm. Reggie with most things. Um, now, Correct. sports betting, I, I'll be honest, half of it's luck. <laughs> half of it just feels like luck. You can, I can do research for... 13 hours on one game and focusing on it and think I know everything that's going to happen. And then guess what? The first snap happens and not a single thing that I thought was going to happen happens. Happens every single weekend. There's different elements, things that you don't even know. There's things that I have to think about that are like, oh, uh, I, I think it was, I think it was Brady this week or, or, or the Seahawks. Someone had a layover and they were on the tarmac for eight hours. And then you think, okay, are they going to come into that game fatigued? There's a lot of different things and variables that you can look at for sports betting. And to say that what trends I'm looking at, I mean, it's not a specific trend it, it, that, I, that I look at. I just look at, at different lines and see what the Vegas trends are and how I can counter those trends. For instance, uh, there's some certain lines on – I'm someone that likes specific player stats, which can get a little dangerous rather than just picking spreads and picking money lines and things like that. Okay. But Makes sense. If, if, if I was, I look for lines that I, I think there's no way that they have underachievers. Uh, for instance, there's a running back on the, on uh, the red, uh, not the Redskins anymore, the Washington football team. And his name is Antonio <laughs> Gibson. He's a rookie and he is primarily in college. He didn't, play many snaps in college but when he did he was receiving back and when he came to the NFL that was what he was expected to be and for a, I would say every week up into the last two one of the safest bets I made every single weekend was the over on his receiving yards because every single betting app has it at less than 20 he was getting like four or five targets a game he's gonna get 20 yards easily and he broke it every single week up until 
the week before their bye week. And it hasn't been great since then. It's because they've made a switch to quarterback. So I can see the trend and go, oh, this is going to hit every week. But then something happens where the quarterback changes and they go, well, we don't want the rookie in pass coverage on third down. So we're going to bring in this other guy, J.D. McKissick. And that guy comes in and Alex Smith targets him 14, 15 times a game. So would I like it to be Antonio Gibson? Sure. Would it trend that way? He's capable of it, 100%. But the coaching staff's not doing it because of the change of quarterback. I guess they're worried about the, the, the pass blocking on third down because of Alex Smith's injury history. Understandable. Now I have to move away from that trend. Uh, I mean, they're, they're constantly evolving, constantly you know, changing. I'll pause you for one are. second, Nick. Yes. Uh, I would like to um, just add, and I do want you to continue – Somebody asked me to talk about trends. I'd be like, watch the game. Look at some stats. And you just gave us like a five-minute in-depth analysis of like something that you actually saw. So, yeah, I do expect to hear more from you about some of the trends. Okay, so, so I'll continue. One of the other things that I like to bet on is like, because I'm a big fantasy, I like to bet towards fantasy points or, or expected you know, amount of catches or, mm. or, or yards and things like that. Um, and – Sometimes what I do is I'm less looking at the players that are about to accomplish it and more the defenses that they're trying to accomplish it on. So, for instance, uh, last week uh, or two weeks ago, Steelers' defense was a great defense. So I picked the under on passing yards for I – mean, I think it was Lamar. Of, the, the bet hit. They, they have not let uh, up a certain amount of passing yards to, uh, to a quarterback like eight out of the nine weeks they've had a game. So that was a safe bet. But there's, uh, if I could think of right now, um, I'm trying to look at some of this this weekend slate um, to see if there's anything. Unfortunately, they don't usually put out the individual player props, the ones that I like to bet on until after Thursday, um, which is a detriment to me, of course. But because uh, <laughs> I would have been, I, I would be putting bets in now, getting ready for the weekend. Um, that being said, uh, there are other trends that you look at, like things like, uh, who was it? There's a certain team that's let up. Uh, oh, the, the Seattle. Seattle right now is not just on like, okay, they're, they're the worst pass defense in the league. They are on a course to be the most historically bad pass, the, the worst pass defense in the history of the National Football League. In comparison, the, the, the second worst uh, passing defense has let up, a th- I think it's almost a thousand yards less than what the Seahawks have allowed in the same time frame. So wow. they are on for pace for a historically bad defensive production out of the backfield. Yeah. That means that usually I'm firing up any wide receiver that's against them, whether it be in daily fantasy or whether it be like they're over under on receiving totals or catches quarterbacks too. I mean, they, they give up, boatloads of yards to the quarterback. There's just, it's just, it's one of the safest bets you can make is that the quarterbacks, whatever quarterbacks against Seattle is going to hit over 200, I'd say 80 yards, almost guaranteed. And there's going to be one wide receiver that hits over 70 yards, guaranteed. Probably two, honestly. They've lit up 17 wide receivers in the top 24 in fantasy scoring formats, which means that if you're scoring at least 12 points a game, 12 points in one week, you're probably making the top 24. That means that they're letting up 17 inside of 10 weeks 
it's more than – that means that there's games where they're letting up two wide receivers to be in the top 24 in scoring formats. Those are the trends that I look at. Those are easy trends. There's way more unpredictable trends than I – I have no – I'm not even in that stratosphere of some of these things. And I'm wrong a lot. So I wouldn't take my advice, and I don't have any lines right now to give you because they're all locked for now. But uh, I am definitely – Oh, actually, this Thursday is the Seahawks game, Cardinals. That that I can look at those lines easily right now. The this Thursday we have the uh, Seattle versus the Cardinals, which I believe by the time this airs, that game would have already happened. So the lines for everyone that's receiving, it's kind of funny. Uh, they give Christian Kirk over forty-eight and a half yards. That's the wide receiver two or three for the Cardinals. They give Hopkins, who's a, a world beater, only eighty-six and a half yards. There is no doubt in my mind that I'm going to hammer 86 and a half yards uh, against this this horrible defense, especially with Jamal Adams possibly being in and out of the lineup. I mean, he's their best defensive back, and honestly, he hasn't even looked that good since he's been there. Uh, which, as a Jets fan, that's that's a welcoming sight for me. That's very nice to know that we get <laughs> rewarded and and they didn't get what they wanted out of him. Well, Nick, um, that's why it's going to be good for you to offer your opinion on social media as well. I mean. As much as you can say that's easy to notice, a lot of people have it and are still betting on these games. I'm pretty sure that's how the sports betting places make their money because people just, a lot of people throw them like, yeah, I'm throwing 10 bucks. Oh, I, that, that's how I lose my money is because I'm just like, you know what? No matter, Reggie, I do all my research and there's still some times where I'm like, but you know, you never know, this could happen. And I just, over there and nine times out of 10, the, hey, this could happen. Doesn't there happen. Some people when it does, vivid careers off of stuff like that. Careers off of sports betting because it's not like gambling; it's like science. To them. I know. Well, I know we talked about Jeopardy last episode, but what's his no, name? Yeah. James Halsner, the, like the second or third best Jeopardy player of all time, was a. When he came on, they asked him what he did. And what he, uh, he says, "I'm a sports gambler." That was his job. He just analyzes data, just gambles, and risks the right amount of money. I mean. Even when he played Jeopardy, he was very calculated how much he would risk and usually bet a lot. And one big, I mean, he, in two weeks, he had smashed Ken Jennings' record for the amount of money that they've, that they've, that's been won on Jeopardy. And Ken Jennings was literally a Jeopardy champion for three to four months straight. Yeah, I don't know anything about Jeopardy history. Okay, so we've talked about a lot of different topics today and basketball is still evolving and maybe we can join the conversation more so as it continues to evolve but i do think we have a safe place to exit yes sir. i think that we can we can marinate in this maybe meditate on it maturate from it don't do that last one it. don't do that yeah. please don't Kyrie. that's a conversation for a different day though Matt- Maturate, I'm sorry, marinate in it, maturate from it, meditate on it, and masturbate to it. That last one is strange, though. Like, I don't think I want to know if someone, like, that's a different discussion for a different day, though. This is a podcast for everyone. We can have that conversation a different day. Thank you all for joining us today. Um, Again, (laughs) my name's Reggie, and this is the Anything Everything and absolutely nothing podcast.
Wait, are we cutting? I really, uh, like, I, I want to kind of get into it, but we all, we'll say that for a different day. Not, Go ahead, man. Not Matthew. <laughs> Go ahead. No. But if you're not going to expose them to me now, it's going to be a hell of a shock later on. Nick, it? I know that you didn't listen to the last podcast because I was literally waiting for you to say anything about the fact that I censored you a couple times on the last one. Uh, yeah, that's not, like, a personal thing. I don't like listening to my own voice playback, so, like, I just don't like that at all. Yeah, no. And today you made it exceptionally challenging to censor you. <laughs> it's it's going to be really awesome when people listen to episode four and be like, hey, welcome to Anything, Everything, and Nothing. Beep. That's our time. Thank you so much. Have a good one. <laughs> I mean, give the people what they want, you know? And... What they want is the four M's, which again are. <laughs> End it. Cut it. Cut it. <laughs> Cut his mic off. Cut it. It's definitely easier to do the last M if you cut that one thing too, is so. And that's my time. I have a good one. Blue cheese in my off whites. I've been drinking codeine all night. Blue cheese, no record.